Chapter thirty six of the Country Parson His Character and Rule of Life. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Rick Vina. The Country Parson his character and rule of life by george herbert chapter thirty six the parson blessing the country parson wonders that blessing the people is in so little use with his brethren whereas he thinks it not only a grave and reverent thing but a beneficial also those who use it not do so either out of niceness, because they like the salutations and compliments and forms of worldly language better, which conformity and fashionableness is so exceeding unbefitting a minister, that it deserves reproof, not refutation, or else because they think it empty and superfluous but that which the apostles used so diligently in their writings nay which our saviour himself used mark ten sixteen cannot be vain and superfluous but this was not proper to christ or the apostles only no more than to be a spiritual father was appropriated to them and if temporal fathers bless their children how much more may and ought spiritual fathers besides the priests of the old testament were commanded to bless the people and the form thereof is prescribed numbers six now as the apostle argues in another case if the ministration of condemnation did bless how shall not the ministration of the spirit exceed in blessing the fruit of this blessing good hannah found and received with great joy first samuel one eighteen though it came from a man disallowed by god for it was not the person but priesthood that blessed so that even ill priests may bless neither have the minister's power of blessing only but also of cursing so in the old testament elisha cursed the children second kings two twenty four which though our saviour reproved as unbefitting for his particular who was to show all humility before his passion yet he allows it in his apostles and therefore st peter used that fearful imprecation to Simon Magus, Acts 8, Thy money perish with thee, and the event confirmed it. So did St. Paul, Second Timothy 4, 14, and First Timothy 1, 20. Speaking of Alexander the coppersmith, who had withstood his preaching, The Lord, saith he, reward him according to his works. And again of Hymenaeus and Alexander, he saith, He had delivered them to Satan, that they might learn not to blaspheme.
the forms both of blessing and cursing are expounded in the common prayer-book the one in the grace of our lord jesus christ and the peace of god the other in general in the commination now blessing differs from prayer in assurance because it is not performed by way of request but of confidence and power effectually applying god's favor to the blessed by the interesting of that dignity wherewith god hath invested the priest in engaging of god's own power and institution for a blessing the neglect of this duty in ministers themselves hath made the people also neglect it so that they are so far from craving this benefit from their ghostly father that they oftentimes go out of church before he hath blessed them in the time of popery the priest's benedicite and his holy water were over highly valued and now we are fallen to the clean contrary even from superstition to coldness and atheism but the parson first values the gift in himself and then teacheth his parish to value it and it is observable that if a minister talk with a great man in the ordinary course of complimenting language he shall be esteemed as ordinary complimenters but if he often interpose a blessing when the other gives him just opportunity by speaking any good this unusual form begets a reverence and makes him esteemed according to his profession the same is to be observed in writing letters also to conclude if all men are to bless upon occasion as appears romans twelve fourteen how much more those who are spiritual fathers End of chapter 36